Cheers, golf addicts. Welcome to the Chucky Schwab 2022 betting show presented by our friends at Covers, covers.com. That's where winning starts. DB here. I got Pat with me. Fresh off another outright hit of the 2021-2022 PGA Tour season. Your seventh, Tour Junkies 11th hit. You had JT at 18 to 1. I had Willie Z in the playoff at 41 to 1. Pat, bravo, sir. Bravo. Pat's not that anyone Thank really you. cares. Card strikes again. Thank you. Let you the know, gloating you begin. I said, I said last week when I tweeted out the card that I know things. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe pay attention to it. Now, look, I know it's, it's it's a little bit shorter on the odds, 18 to 1, but we got to pay attention to those guys, especially majors. We can't lose focus. Okay. You still got to pay attention to some of the shorter odds guys. I love JT last week. Uh, by the way, TV, people need to pay attention. Okay? okay. We have two cards. All right. We have two cards. Yeah. DB's card tends to go a lot longer. Okay. He's not going to take a guy like JT on his card. I will. Well, it's a okay? self-imposed I- 25 to 1 or longer restriction. Yeah. That's the rules of DB's big balls betting card. Otherwise, it's not big balls. Yeah. But, but I mean, pay attention to who's you're looking at. Yeah, people. Just, uh, it's not hard. They, they don't. Uh, it's it's not hard to pay attention to it. Okay, mine just gets tweeted out. I don't do all that article writing and stuff. Okay, I just tweet it out. DB has a nice article that he writes up, explains a little bit more about his picks, and then he tweets it out, and then you can go to the website and read it. Mine's yeah. a little bit different, but I just wanted. I think we needed to uh, make that yeah. distinction. Okay, DB. Yeah, it's like every time we hit a winner, some pe- people on the on Twitter are like asking us dumb questions. Like some some guy yesterday was like eleventh, really? Like yeah, dude, eleventh for the tour junkies brand. We are a pair, okay? We are we are two become one in this relationship. Yeah, we win and lose as a team. Pat's seventh outright winner, you know. My fourth. I've had four, and it is what it is. Like yeah, and Pat's card is on Twitter. Mine is in the is on the website. I don't know what's so hard about this, people. I don't know what's so hard about it. Now we did almost have a. 150 to one winner in Mito Pereira, possibly with the biggest dumb decision of the PGA Tour season. If you ask me, there's probably people listening right now who disagree. Ooh, I think I it was an incredibly dumb decision to hit driver on 18. Now, that does not make up for the fact that the spirit of Brendan Steele entered his soul at like P at like. As Ben said, chalk bomb, former chalk bomb Ben, it looked like he got electrocuted at impact. At like P4. At P4. <laughs> Brendan Steele, his soul, it was like those dead dumb Disney movies, like Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan when they switched, when they switched whatever their bodies were, or what their bodies were the same. You know what I mean. They switched inside, their inside bodies. It all switched. And then Mito just at impact just did something. And the exit, the exit path on that on that swing, I've never seen an, on any swing, even on the internet. Like, never seen an exit where that one exited. It was unbelievable. I I don't know how you don't in your mind. Like now, I've obviously neither you or nor I have been in this position before. So, like. But I would just think that my first thought would be just put a good swing on it. Even if you do, like, all right, so let's just say you disagree with driver. I, I still feel like you could have, like, a good conservative driver swing. 
it's like JT did. Now, I mean, JT put that little low screaming. Yeah, but you know, you know what I think JT does that 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 a lot of people don't do, and people don't notice. He chokes up a lot. Now he chokes he up on yeah. everything. But which, if you want to hit a safe shot, choke up. He still makes an aggressive move through the ball. Whereas I don't know what happened with Mito. I'm not that good. I didn't see the. I don't. You know. I don't know if he like slowed down or decelled or kind of just got scared. I don't know if that's what happened, but. JT will choke down and still go at it and make a real move. To me, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think Driver was the club. I think. See, I don't, I don't, I disagree a little bit. And here's why. Like, I know, like, we could go around in circles about this. I know that four players aren't like you and I, where, you know, sometimes we have better clubs in the bag just to look down at. For me, it's a driver. If I'm looking down at a three wood, a little small head behind a golf ball, I'm getting a little bit nervous, okay? Now, if I got that big old driver head behind it, I'm feeling confident. So, and then look, if he hits the three wood, okay, what if he still does the same damn thing? But he's like, he's 30 yards behind where he was. So, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think there's so many different varying factors that could happen if he pulls yeah. driver versus three wood. If I'm looking down, I feel confident with my driver. He just hit a fantastic drive on 17, the hole before that. And I don't know what he pulled every single, like, did he pull three wood or driver you know, every know. single there, day on 18. I don't know. You know, there so was it, not a lot of room for error though with driver. Now, even the ones that went straight, even if you watch the shot tracer, the ones that look straight, even when they may, may have like a slightly quick pickup of the T like, okay, he, he, he hit that one straight. Even when you look at where it ended up, it was kind of close to that creek, like with, with driver when you start getting down there. And I, I just, I don't know, man, with a one, with, with being able to make bogey and know you're in the playoff, I know that's what, not what you're playing for. You're playing to make par and win the golf no. tournament. I get that. Buddy, tough scene. But, hey, really happy about it because it meant our two guys were in the playoff and it was over. I just knew. I, I just knew. I got in the nut hut with, uh, when the playoff, kind of, or at, you know, right towards the end or after he did that. I got in the nut hut on the live voice and started doing a little live commentating. Um, and I just knew if Mito somehow made it to the – you know, the playoff that he was going to win. I, I, I knew, like, me and Pat will have two of the three guys on our betting card, and then the other guy's going to win if that happens. So when he made double, hated for him, gutted for him. See you later. Thanks for coming. Glad you're out of here. Also, I called BS on Joaquin Neiman. Here's a hot take. Somebody on Twitter might be mad at me for this. BS on Joaquin Neiman really giving a crap that Mito Pereira choked that out because <laughs> – Joaquin Neiman is a 23-year-old. Very selfish. <laughs> I didn't expect this kind of Very take, selfish right? MFer, okay? And really freaking good. Better than Mito Pereira. And has been better than Mito Pereira. So if, you don't think he wanted, if he wanted the he other wanted, Chilean? No. <laughs> he didn't want, he didn't want the other Chilean to get the first major victory. Nope, he did not. He did not. And he was playing it I, up really well. Great to see him do that. Very gentlemanly, you know, but bull crap. He did not. When he was on his phone and everybody was chill, he's like, oh, you know, everybody's thinking he's like texting somebody about poor, you know, pulling for me to. No, he's looking at pictures of his girlfriend on Instagram or something. He's not. He's not giving a rip about Mito Pereira choking away the golf tournament. I can tell you that. There was a little part of him when he went in the water that was like, yes, mm. you know, I actually I don't disagree with that. Do you think, though, that um, so when, you know, 
Willie Z played the first playoff hole pretty much perfect, too perfect. So when JT hits that wedge up there to about five feet and makes the birdie to Knew match, it it. Yeah. did you were you, were you like it's over? It's over. Willie Z's not winning. This is JT. I mean, I I found it very hard to believe Willie Z was going to win that thing. Yeah, with that putter. I mean, the 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 replays. We've had this now a few times with him, but there's the the putt going around. I just saw it a minute ago on TikTok from from like face. You can see the putter and you this little foot and a half putt that does a lot of this movement with the putter. It is it's horrifying. I I texted this to you. I said he's way too young to have a putter stroke like that. Like somebody that young should not have that motion at all. (laughs) At one point. So, so I'm sweating the whole the whole back nine, right? Because of Willie Z, and Collins, my uh, 11 year old, n- knows what's going on. He knows we're pulling for Willie Z, and he's he's like, Dad, what is going on with this? Because I'm like, Son, he can't putt, and he missed that little short one or whatever. And I, <laughs> I get mad, and Collins is looking at me like, What is the deal? And I looked at him. I said, Son, look at me in my eyes. Look at me in my eyes. I made him look make eye contact. I said, Look at me. Your father is a better putter than Will Zalatoris. That is not hyperbolic. Your father is a better putter. That is the one man on the PGA Tour that I'm a better putter than. Your father. And he's on TV, and I'm here. That's how bad he is putting. And he was like, (laughs) I mean, it's just so terrible. He really is. When he made the playoff and we saw our boy Josh Gregory, Coach, Coach Josh Gregory, our friend, coached Augusta State University, two national titles, coaches a bunch of great players on the PGA Tour. When I saw Will Zalatoris walking to the putting green in a leisurely pace with, with uh, Gregory, I'm like, pick up the pace, get to the putting green. Josh, teach him somehow how Bernhard Longer anchors, has anchored his hand to his sternum for so many years and no one said anything. Figure out a way to teach Zalatoris that in the next three minutes. Because if something doesn't happen, he's not winning this thing. I just knew he wasn't going to win it. I knew he wasn't. Longer, and it, it longer, same thing. Like, he, he had lost it, and then he went to that, and it, like, changed his whole career around. So, yeah, I don't – but I just – I can't – I just have a hard time believing – look, when you get as old as I am, you've had things and stressors. You have kids. Yeah. They, they add a whole new, like, thing to your life. Yeah. And then things happen. Things happen beyond your control that you never expected with your putter, things like that. Your he body. Dealt, your body. He has not dealt with enough yet for your this. prostate. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just. Yeah. He's never had a colonoscopy. Okay. Like <laughs> that could have. He's never had I a mean, finger wave. He's not even close <laughs> to having it. Every now yeah, and then. I've never had one either, but I'm 38. And every now and then I'll just be standing over a putt and go. I'm like two. I'm like a year and a half from getting a finger wave. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, look how far he is away from all of this, and he's yeah. still having these issues. This is this is it's a problem. <laughs> it is a problem. Um, I, I do like this question from Brian Farmer in the chat. Do you like the sudden death playoff or the aggregate? I love the aggregate. I love it. Me too. I love yeah, that the, the whole championship does that too. Yeah, I love that the whole tournament doesn't come down to a one more sudden death hole. I just love that. Uh, it gave me a little glimmer of hope, but. And in the end, I knew it wasn't going to be Willie Z, but I was happy either way. We, we, were, we came out winners on that one. Good, uh, good on us. That's, that's like, what, two winners in the last three events, right? Homa at, at Wells Fargo, and then we missed yeah. the Byron Nelson, and then that one. Here we are. All right, presented to you by our friends at Covers. Winning starts at Covers.com. We're over 20 
million sports bettors go annually to get content. Um, check it out. They've been doing it 25 years, long time. All your sports betting needs, content needs can be met at covers.com. And it is, it is the exclusive place to find our head-to-head betting article, top 20 write-ups as well. It usually drops on Tuesday afternoon. We were on a little bit of a hot streak until last week. We only hit one of three matchups, I think, and didn't hit a top 20, but that's on me. We'll get better. That was before Tea Time Waves came out, all that stuff, so give me a break. Okay. Um, so thanks to Covers for presenting the betting show. I think, you know, one more lesson learned, I guess, is like at a tough major like the PGA, the U.S. Open, sometimes the Open Championship can play. You can't count out the studs and the best players in the world. And it's an opportunity to look at some live numbers. You know, we, we, we bet JT pre tournament at 18 to one, but I saw a number of screenshots last, last night in the nut hut on Twitter. People got him as long as 30 to one at a certain point. And, you know, seven shots behind, but the guy leading is, is a rookie and never been in that situation before. Never even won on the PGA tour. You know, it's just a reminder that when you have a tough course like that, when you have elements, when you have major championship pressure, those veterans can be worth, you know, kind of a live look. Um, I mean, damn, Rory was a shot off from coming back and being I mean, in the, yes, the playoffs. What they had to done to him, like wake him up from a nap? Where where did he go after? I mean, he had to have been, he had to have been long gone to wherever his next stop is. I don't know. He was but, Tommy Fleetwood almost got it. Yeah, he teed off at like ten o'clock. I don't know. Anyway, that's a reminder. There is uh, is just kind of you know, it's an opportunity to live bet. That's for sure. Uh, Pat, I want to show a video. Because uh, it's been a while since we've talked about it, but you know, the Golby's Cup is something that we've talked about. Our first ever live listener golf event coming in September in Pennsylvania, and we still have spots left on these teams, and we have got to get these teams finalized. There's five spots left on your team, five spots left on my team for the Friday Saturday deal, the dual the dual deal. Okay, now if you can just come on Saturday, that's great. Come on Saturday. We got to fill these teams up. And if you're on one of these teams already, it's time for you to start witnessing. Okay. Bring somebody to the team. We need to fill these up so we can start finalizing some things. I know your team's already working on uniforms and stuff because Benedict Marcus is already uh, designing things for you and you guys are all doing your thing. Oh, we got a, we got, we already got our logo. It is fire. Yeah. So, okay. So, good. so I just want to show a quick commercial. Let's take a quick commercial break for the Golby's Cup event. Listen up. The hour is now, the time is now, it's time to choose a side. You gotta choose, are you team DB or are you team Pat, you know? Golby's Cup is coming in September, right here to this place at Mountain Valley in Eastern Pennsylvania. And it will end on this 18th hole at the Valley Course in a dramatic fashion. A three hole showdown, me versus Pat right here. You guys lined in the fairways, we're actually gonna pull some players from our teams to help us with that showdown. All your beer, all your wine, all your cocktails, all your food for both days are included. There are still a few spots left right now. Sign up for Golby's Cup in September right here at Mountain Valley. Yes, sign up right now. The link is in the description just below the video on YouTube, just below the podcast on audio, whatever. If it echoed on YouTube, sorry, I don't know what the heck. Um, But yeah, sign up. It's in the description. Get there right now. Okay, get there. It's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait. Team Pat is winning. Sure. Um, by the way, we got to come up with a uh, punishment for me, and, me or you, probably you, for when the team loses. We're going to do an immediate punishment um, right there in front of everybody. You know, all the bets that I've been losing on the show are just leading up to the fact that I'm going to be winning 
this, and you're going to have to do a punishment. Maybe, but we're a few months away, so, you know, I don't know. Um, but one idea that's been kicked around, you guys feel free to put this in the comments if you have another idea, is that one of us would have to put on some sort of protective gear and accomplish something on the driving range, some sort of obstacle course on the driving range, and let the opposite team, the winning team, fireballs at our, at our bodies. Um, so that has been one Can idea. we take fireball shots before we yeah. do it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So anyway, anything you guys I can think like of, kind of drop that in the comment uh, here on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up, like, and subscribe to the video as well. Share it with a friend, okay? Click the share, copy the link, send it to somebody. It helps us out, okay? Let's get to the top of the betting board, Pat, for the Charles Schwabi challenge at colonial country club if you want to know more about colonial country club you can check out the video that i dropped or the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts that's on there as well breaking down colonial all you need to know nothing you don't in about 16 minutes everything you need man we know a lot about this golf course um all right jason kokrak's your defending champion by the way at the top of the board you got justin thomas eight to one scotty shuffler colin morikawa jordan speed at 12 to one who they're gonna i mean the guy just dominates this place willie z Victor Hovland at 20 to 1 and Max Homa at 25 to 1. That's the top of the board. And uh, it's time to look through, you know, talk through some of these guys, Pat. You know, you got Hogan's Alley, but listen, I mean, Jordan Spieth, I mean, the guy has gained like 50, I think it's 50 strokes in the last five years at this golf tournament. That you got Hogan's Alley. They got to come up with something for, for a three hole stretch somewhere on the golf course for Spieth at this point because he's played here nine times and made all nine cuts in eight of those, I think, have been top 15 finishes. So we got to have Spieth's, you know, Spieth's queef. Or Spieth's, no, probably not that. Spieth's. I don't think that works. Spieth's teeth. That There you go, Spieth's teeth. Because it's kind of got teeth, got bite to it, you know? like. So maybe we need to find a tough three-hole stretch they name after Spieth. I don't know. Okay. Uh, at the top of the board, though, uh, I think the better values to me, the, the tempting values, are... Morikawa at 18 to 1 and Victor Hovland at 20 to 1. You can oh, get Oh my gosh. Both of those really? at MGM um you know I the the wind is looking to get a little gnarly. It's looking to get a little gnarly this weekend. We'll see how it shakes out. We're recording this on Monday night. Might be a little early to uh, really go into dive headfirst into the weather, but it's looking kind of gnarly. You're definitely going to want ball strikers for sure. Uh, hitting into these small greens. It's one of those places where everybody kind of hits it to the same place off the tee, and then it's really a, a short iron competition, wedge competition, into these small greens, and then it's, you know, making putts, baby. But I like the smaller greens for bad putters like Morikawa, like Victor Hovland. It likely means that if they're on the green, they're less likely to three-putt. Uh, you, you don't have as large a surface there. Um, do I worry a little bit about the scrambling? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but they're both still striking the ball pretty well right now. Uh, I think this is going to turn into, I think the over-under on the score right now from the one sports book I saw before the, uh, before the show is at 11.5 is the over-under total right now for the winning score. Um, so not, you know, this place, Colonial ranks kind of middle of the road in terms of difficulty. It's not a, a super birdie bonanza, 20-under deal. It has been a couple times in the past, but I don't know that it's going to be that way this week with the weather. Uh, so Morikawa and, and Hovland are the better values to me in this 25 to one range or, you know, or shorter, but obviously, I mean, Jordan Spieth, I still think is, is a great play. If you just, you know, if you want the 15 to one number on FanDuel, I totally get that. I mean, the only guy I, I you know, Justin Thomas, I mean, what are we going to do with JT? Like coming off his emotional 
second major, long time coming kind of situation. I don't. I guess he's gonna play. He's gonna keep rolling. He, I think he made a comment about that on on uh, Sirius XM or something today or yesterday. He wants to keep it going, but you know, I mean, I'm not gonna bet him at eight to one, ten to one. Not gonna do that. Coming off of that, so anyway, that's it for me. Top tier. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna stay away from JT. I do think he's gonna play this week. Um, and yes, um, I spent a lot of time on the road today, so I got to listen to a lot of uh, PGA Tour radio. I heard an interview that was late last night uh, from him that came out this morning, um, and I think they just released it for for XM Radio, or whatever. But basically, he said he's going to keep it going. This is an important stretch. He feels like for him, uh, or a big stretch, I think was was his his words. But um, so I do think he's going to play this week. I don't think you'll see him withdraw. Um, but I am not going to play JT. I like the the Morikawa call. I mean, you know, he finished second here in twenty twenty T fifteen or T14 last year. Um, you know, I, I know P- the PGA Championship wasn't great for him, and, and people can say, well, he's, you know, whatever, he's off, and he hasn't been in great form. But I still think that, you know, this this is a good course fit for Colin. Um, you know, if you're getting him at 18-1, to 1, I think is a is decent value, so I like that. Why not go to Willie Z, though? At twenty-two to one, like I don't know if I don't think Willie Z is going to be as affected by what happened as like Mito is. Like Willie Z, sort of. I mean, he didn't sneak into the playoff. Oh yeah, he definitely backdoored a little bit. He kind of backdoored a little bit. I mean, he made mistakes out there, and you know, but he he kept a good attitude. I thought the entire time. If anything, I think he gained a lot from it, and maybe that propels him to to a win this week. Um. You know, he was T-59 his first start here, so that's not necessarily that promising. But I still think Willie Z um, could come out hot, and you're getting him at 22-1. to Decent value there for Willie Z this week. Okay, interesting. By the way, uh, you know, Pat talked about how he was on the road a lot a lot this uh, today, and he was putting in work. You know, guys, Pat, Pat's in high demand. He's in greater demand than I am. He was, uh, he was hired today to be talent for hire. Uh, for our good friends at Front Nine Coffee, did a little commercial work today. He had, apparently he was a coffee caddy, and we have a a brief clip here of some of Pat's work today. Let's see if we can get this to play without echoing. Making sure you have the right amount of water is essential to the perfect cup of coffee. Remember, you're not pouring water over coffee beans. You're pouring water over the beans of life. Just remember to do it in small, tight circles. Oh man, that's great. Small, those are great small tight circles there, Pat. Lovely work yeah. from you at Front Nine Coffee. By the way, you can get some Front Nine Coffee at frontninecoffee.com. Uh it's small batch artisan coffee based here in Augusta, Georgia, roasted in Greenville, South Carolina. When you order it, it's fresh, it's green, it ain't even roasted yet, dog, okay? You're going to order it how you want it, whether you want it whole bean, you want it coarse grind, fine grind, whatever, all these different flavors. They're going to roast it. When you order it, they're going to ship it the next day. You'll have it within a few days. It'll be fresh as anything. It's delicious coffee. Delicious coffee. A lot of flavors like Pick It Up, Pecan, Lauderdale Light Roast, Captain's Choice, Kahlua Caramel. Support some friends of ours in Augusta doing their thing, shipping anywhere to the U.S. as well as Canada. Go to FrontNineCoffee.com, promo code TJ. gets you 10% off your entire order, and you can keep ordering with that promo code. Keep doing your thing. At front nine, that's F O R N T, the number nine, coffee.com, promo code TJ. 
support front nine, support Pat's acting career. He didn't have any lines, thank God, no lines. But yes, you did a thank- great job, caddying, caddying for uh, for coffee guy there. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. That's, let me tell you something. This coffee is fantastic too, by the way. That that's yeah. that's the most important part. Pat's own uh, blend and flavor coming out soon too. That's going to be exciting. By the way, yeah, just a little follow up between you and I. We need to come up with the uh, with some some graphic work for that. Okay, you? okay, just good. a reminder there for you. There we go. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. I love this little this little middle section here on the betting board. Your you know, guys longer than that 25 to one range, Sam Burns, Daniel Berger, Kevin Nah, who's won here before Jason Kokrak, as I mentioned, your defending champion, uh, Taylor Gooch almost said Billy Gooch, um, which that sounds funny. Billy Gooch, <laughs> uh, Sung JM, who's returning from Corvid, uh, all at 35 to one Abraham answer who, d- who finally decided to show up, you know, uh, overrated yeah. Abe did not show up last week along with his best friend, overrated Webb in 2022 they both had good weeks uh for the pga Mito's in here you know what let's talk about Mito here in a little bit gary woodland amish troy who i learned was at the pga championship i didn't didn't know he was playing until like saturday morning despite all the research hours i put in never noticed his name um chris kirk had a good week he's there justin rose is at 675 to one per producer sam's graphics look at there I would jump on that Justin Rose number right now. Six hundred and seventy-five to one is a great number for Rose. Good as he's playing. Yeah, he's, he's another like, champion. Stuck a seven in there. Past How did champion you even do that? Yeah, that's that's some witchcraft or something there. And then you know Tom Hoagie in there, Ryan Palmer. Anyway, that's kind of the mid-range here for uh, the betting board. I like a, I like a lot of guys in here, Pat. Um, let's see. I think, I mean, Kevin Nod to me. This is a perfect Kevin Knox course. I, I, I shared a player quote from him on my course breakdown video. That's part of what I include in the course breakdown stuff is, is a few key player quotes. He loves the place. And he sees it as a place where he has to take advantage of, uh, you know, he has to take advantage of the, the spot on the calendar that isn't a bomb and gouge, you know, driver fest. And uh, I think that's good for him. I last saw the best number for him on FanDuel at 55 to 1. A really good value there that I noticed on the first look show today. So I like the Kevin Nahn number. Uh, I like the HV3 number. He's 65 to 1 on FanDuel. Uh, a better number there as well. I, I think HV3 is, you know, I feel like he's continuing to knock on the door of that first PGA Tour victory, okay? Um, I, I feel like that's coming any, any week now. He's playing well, played good at the PGA. Um, Davis Riley, a guy that I've kind of poo-pooed on a little bit, I haven't really been a believer just yet, but I think I'm coming around on old D Riley at 50 to one. The Alabama products trying to, you know, trying to follow in um, old JT's footsteps. Um, definitely going to be clubbing down, I'd say. Uh, from I mean, he's kind of a bomber. He's got a beautiful swing. Definitely clubbing down off the tee here, but you know, scores on par five. Scores, sorry, scores on par fours. Uh, the putter is is going pretty well right now. The iron play the last two weeks, last two events for him. Gained over 10 strokes on approach. I mean, his last three events, 5th, ninth, 13th, and that's, you know, coming off the Valspar where he lost in the playoff to Sam Burns. I think Davis Riley's kind of knocking on the door at 50-1. to one. Sebastian Munoz at 60-1. to one. I still think we ride Sebastian a little bit. Coming back to Texas, you know, came out hot. TPC Craig Ranch faltered a little bit on the weekend, um, but still had a great showing there. And, uh, and finally, Brian Harmon at 65-1. to one. I like a lot of names in here. He's 
He's 65 to one on FanDuel DraftKings. He's playing well. Played well the PGA despite you know not being a very long hitter. I'm sure Southern Hills was tough for him. He's got a tremendous record here at Colonial. This is a perfect spot for Brian Harmon as well, and he's in good form. So those are some names I see some good value on. I like a lot of those guys. All right. Well, uh, I'll start with Brian Harmon. He was one of mine that I also had, so I do agree with you there. I think Brian Harmon uh, fits really well for this course and does have a good history, so I like that. Um, I like Tommy Fleetwood at, at 40 to 1. I mean, yeah. Fleetwood is really coming on. It's slow. It's a slow, methodical slow burn with, with Fleetwood. Still has not won in the States yet, but... I mean, this is a good course fit for him. He has gained stroke. He's gained strokes on approach his last five events. He's okay? playing well right now. Played really well last week. Um, you know, on a let's, let's remind the folks that was also a Perry Maxwell design. Yeah, um, putter's so, hot right now. Yeah, so I mean, you look at I mean, stats not across the board, but I mean, you know, again, ball striking twenty second in the field, thirty second in approach, top twenty five in par for. Par four scoring, so I think Fleetwood at forty to one is a pretty good number. Also, like Chris Kirk, he's at sixty to one. He's he's a guy that I think fits this course extremely well. I mean, you look at the stats for him, I and mean, he's top ten in ball striking, top fifteen in approach, top ten in par four scoring, checks the box in driving accuracy. If you're looking at fairways gain, so I think that uh, Chris winner Kirk here also, as well. Yeah, so sixty to one, Chris Kirk, love it. So there you go. He has That's a who I've got in this range. Yeah, he hadn't done much since his victory in 2015, but he is a former winner here. Uh, yeah, Kirk, Kirk is for sure. I love this range. I mean, there's another one in here. I don't want to name everybody, but I, I got to think Tony Finau at 41 to 1 is interesting. Finau's got a great record here as well. He seems to be coming around, clicking a little bit better than he has been. Uh, I, I think this is a, what, what, what do you got? I agree. I just almost like, Spilled my beer, like because when you said it, I don't know. I didn't think you were going to say Finau, but I do kind of agree. There. Yeah, I just think this is a, this is a range chock full of some goodies right here. So I think we need to jump on this on this range. Some of these guys, you know, probably need to go ahead and hit now. Um, all right, getting into some of the longer shots up to 130 to one. I got two, Pat. One of them was in my sleepers video last week, and I got a lot of crap for it. A lot of people in the comments didn't think it was going to be a good play, but it ended up. Being a pretty a pretty solid play, and that's Patrick Reed. Yeah, Patrick Reed had him a decent PGA Championship, finished thirty fourth. Um, but listen, gained strokes on approach, gained five point two strokes on approach, which is his best approach week since June of last year at the Memorial. That's how bad his irons have been. So good to see that, right? Gained strokes around the green. The putter was okay. Um. The short game really hasn't left him. It hasn't been maybe as consistent as it's been in years past, um, but it, it's, it's not been completely gone. It's been the ball striking where Reed has really struggled. Um, but, you know, Charles Schwab, he, he's made four or five cuts at the Charles Schwab, including a seventh in 2020 when they came here and restarted after COVID, 15th in 2016. Uh, he did miss the cut here last year, but that was, you know, uh, whatever. I mean... I think he he barely he barely missed it. I don't know. Hundred to one for Patrick Reed, a Texas guy. Um, I'm sure loves this golf course. It suits him when he was, you know, uh, when he was, you know, in in peak P Reed form, right? So I think hundred to one is a really good value. The next guy I got, and the last guy in this range, is a new guy for me, Pat. Because remember, you converted me on him 
you converted me on him just a couple of weeks ago. I played him for the Wells Fargo, and it, you kind of you, you kind of helped me uh, pop my CT Pan Cherry for the yes. first time. He's a hundred to one. Yeah. I can't believe I'm even saying it. I can't even believe I'm saying it. But wh- I mean, wh- I'm whatever. Let's just do it. He, he's in good form for sure. I don't know that truly. Do I think he's got a chance to win? Probably not. But you know, if JJ Spawn can win at the Valero and KH Lee can defend and in uh, the Byron Nelson, then I'm sure C.T. Pan can scrounge up something. He gained strokes on bent grass, although barely. Uh, pretty decent wind player, and his irons have been really good right now, and he's definitely an accurate player off the tee. 100-1 to seems like a good fit for, uh, for C.T. Pan. Uh, and he's got a couple decent showings at, at this event, third in 2019, top 20 in 2018. So I'll go C.T. Pan and P. Reed in this range. Okay, I got two in here that I'll give you. Um, and I don't mind the CT pan at play at all. Um, first, I'll go with Adam Long. He's at a hundred to one. I mean, look, Adam Long had you know before he missed the cut at the Wells Fargo, he had two straight top fifteen finishes. Um, you look at the last three years here, he's had two finishes inside the top twenty. As far as stats are concerned, I mean, he's second in the field in driving accuracy. He's top twenty in par four scoring. He's top fifty in ball striking. Adam Long at 100 to 1, I think, is, uh, is, a, is a good number there. And then I got to go with my boy Kiss. Got to go with Kiss. He's no. won here before. I don't, I'm not really, I don't care about last week or whatever else. No, I, I don't think, either. I don't either. But I think Kiss is a guy that is, is literally just a course horse type guy. And I like him on this course. I think he's comfortable here. You know, just. Okay, but since ball. he's won here, he's not been great. Like he won. I don't, I don't care. But I, you I just still, said he's a course horse guy. I mean, he kind of isn't, though. Like, yeah, but he. He wins on courses that fit his style, and this is a course that fits his style. Even yeah. if it's even if he hasn't done well here, you know, a year or two, it's still a kids type course. So I like be. him on this course. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I don't know about kids. I don't. I don't love it. Um. Okay. Well, that's that's good. That's all I got in this range, really. Uh, I do think that uh, a lot of a lot of people though need to know that if they got thin and hair issues, you know, maybe a little. I see, you know, some people on this video may have thinning hair issues. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, you don't have to choose between those natural remedies. And, on what video? It's not this one. No, no, no. I'm talking about a different one. I'm, I'm looking. Okay, at. different. Video. There's a, a holistic solution for men that promotes healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescriptions. Our friends at Nutrafol. Nutrafol is a hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors that are probably impacting your hair. And Nutrafol is clinically proven to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise with 21 natural ingredients that support sex drive, better sleep, and less stress. That's that's a pretty sick combo. Uh, In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after just three and six months. And Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 1,500 Top doctors, not bottom doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code TOURJUNKIES to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. It's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TOURJUNKIES. So $15 off and free shipping. Thanks to our friends at Nutrafol. Check it out, okay? You know, people wanting Pat, prom, Pat ad reads in the chat. Thank you, John. Calm down. 
I've relieved Pat of his ad reading duties today after a long, hard day on the set making movie magic. Okay? Thank That's you. what I did. I appreciate it, dude. That's what I did. Um, all right, Pat. Last range here. Bombs over 130 to 1. I have a lot of names here that kind of caught my eye, but I just don't know that at the end of the day, I'll be pulling the trigger on a lot of them. We haven't seen a triple-digit winner here in quite some time. Coke Rag Burger, I think Kevin Na's last win were all around that 60 to 70 to 1 range. That was kind of lengthy uh, for, this, for this tournament. When Kiz won, he was like 33 to 1. Speeds won here at 7 to 1. Obviously, it's a pretty solid top end with JT, Scheffler, Speed, Morikawa, Hovland here. Um, so I, you know, I don't know, but there's a couple of bombs here. The, the first one that's probably an auto click just because it's the number that's too tough, you know, too good to pass up. And that's JT Poston at 200 to one, our boy Poston and Fleener playing a little better right now. Obviously, you know, any course that rewards accuracy, short, short iron play, putting, that's the JT Poston course, and it's good to see him kind of coming back in a little bit of form after a third-place finish at the RBC Heritage and a ninth-place finish at TPC Potomac. Both courses that reward accuracy off the tee, hitting fairways, um, and playing into small greens. So I love JT Poston at 201. That is much too long a number for him, considering you know he's a PJ Tour winner and he's rounding into some form, and this is definitely a good spot for him. So posting for me, maybe other than that, like Doug Gim is interesting at one, what's he, like 150, 150 to one on DraftKings, just the Texas guy looking for his first PGA Tour win, good iron player, um, and maybe Russell Knox, because I'm always a sucker for Russell Knox. I just, I just am. It just is what it is. I love the, the Scott, Scottish accurate dink and dunk in the wind play and no putting, son of a gun, Russell Knox. Uh, I like it. He's one. What did I say it was? 150 to 1 on DraftKings? Yeah. So Knox, Gim, Poston, those are the, the, the few that maybe I could go ahead and fire on. Poston for sure. I'd fire on Poston right now. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't mention this guy. And um, I probably haven't I, written down because I have a number of other people. I down, think but. if you're going to get this guy, you get him right now because there is, um, there's, a big, there's a big difference between uh, where he is on – on DK Sportsbook and everywhere else. And that is David Lipsky. I mean, I Lipsky, written down. Yeah. Yeah. Top 25 at the Byron Nelson, T6 at the Mexico Open. He did miss the cut at the Wells Fargo in pretty tough conditions. Checks a lot of boxes here for this golf course, but he's 180 to 1 on DK Sportsbook right now. And the best, I think the other, I mean, like he's at 100 to 1 and 90 to 1 on some of the other books. So, I think if you can get David Lipsky at 181, I, I really like that. Other than that, um, you know, don't have a whole lot out here. Yeah, I think I like Poston more. I mean, I've I've definitely been a Lipsky fan all year, but I think Poston I like a little bit more in that range. Um, but yeah, I totally get that. All right, there you go. Those are the bombs over 130 to one. We got top 20s. We got prize picks plays coming up. I'm excited about those. While we're here, don't forget to hit the thumbs up, like, subscribe to the video, um, and put some comments in on that Golby's Cup. What can we do? What's a punishment that we can do after uh, the, the losing captain, you know, after, after everything's said and done in, on Mountain Valley in September? What can we do? Uh, also, I'm interested to know this. Like, why, why have you not signed up for the golf event? Do that. Why have you not? Put that in the comments. If you've not signed up for the live golf event, tell us why. Be honest. Is it your wife? Is it your boss? Is it money? Is it travel? Is it 
you didn't know about it, put that in there. Tell us your objection, and we'll handle it. If you have signed up for the golf event, then shame people who comment that they haven't and tell them <laughs> why they and Mito Pereira are making bad decisions right now. Tell, tell them that. Um, yeah, I, I, just think, I just think that's what we need to do in the comments. Okay. Uh, what other what other things could we do, Pat? After after one of us lose, after one of our teams lose, anything else? You got any other ideas? We need to be able to do it like on the spot, right there at Mountain Valley. Get it over with, be done with it, and then we party the rest of the night. Uh, you could have, you could do. Um, oh, Dylan's got to. You should have to do cartwheels down the fairway all the way to the green. Oh, that could get that could that could be tough, especially with you drinking a little bit. Yeah, that I don't want you to get hurt. Um, Dylan in the chat says a losing captain should have to wear a woman's golf outfit on the all day on Saturday, skirt and sleeveless <laughs> shirt. Winning team buys and picks out the outfit from the pro shop. Not a bad idea, Dylan, but we were hoping to just do something right away, like pay the debt. I don't know if that's good for any kind of like you know B roll stuff. Yeah, I've been I've been shooting commercials today. Oh, oh tell us. So I, I don't know if that's good for the B roll stuff from the you know from the from the event. Yeah. You know, DB okay. in a skirt. We may not need DB in a skirt. Oh, something. oh, y'all would love that. I don't want somebody. Some of y'all, I'm worried about, would love it a little too much. And I, you know, I'm married, so I don't want that to happen. And some I of tell us you what, we might have some special transportation. DB. Oh yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not saying anything yet. Yeah, there could be. yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. We could race. Good. On foot or with special. Hey Sam, can we have a golf cart race? Oh yeah, Sam will let us do that. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, yeah. nothing is off. Nothing is off limits here. Should we play one more video? Let's play one. Let's play one more video. Here we go. One more video about the about the event. In case you guys haven't seen. All right, Steve. This is what I'm thinking. Um, can we do night golf? Absolutely. Camping out on the range. Not a problem. A tequila bar on number sixteen. Drink stations, multiple places. A roving dedicated beverage cart for some signature cocktails. No dress code. Absolutely. Hot damn, Steve. I am so excited. It's a pleasure doing business with you. We got no dress code, boys. Woo! Oh, buddy, old Steve, he's he's a great guy. Great sport there. Took my shirt off in front of him. He panicked. Uh, it, was, it was a beautiful scene. Or Steve. But yeah, no, no, no rules, man. We're all good. And if you caught that on Saturday, when you play in the scramble on Saturday, it's the DraftKings scoring scramble. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's not your typical boring scramble. So I'm looking forward to it, Pat. Um, so sign up. Sign up. Description below has the link on Eventbrite to buy your tickets and sign up. Get it done. And if you're not doing it, tell us why in the comments. We want to know. And then if you have already done it, then shame people. All right, Pat. Let's talk about our favorite outright bets that we've mentioned. We've thrown out a few names. Favorite outright bets and top 20 numbers that we like as well, presented by our friends at Covers. Winning starts at Covers. Check out Covers.com for all your sports betting content needs, including our Tuesday head-to-head matchups and top 20 articles. Um, all right, Pat, I'll tell you my favorites. I think I just talked about them. I'm going to start off with JT posting at 200. That would be a click I would make right now. Go ahead and do it. Not saying I think the number is going to get shorter necessarily. It probably won't, but 
I still just love the bet. Love love the the bomb there for JT Poston at two hundred to one. Patrick Reed at one hundred to one just feels like too much value for a guy starting to show a little bit of sign of life. Little, some signs of life from Patrick Reed. We're getting a pulse again from Captain America. Gained almost six strokes at the PGA with his irons. First time we've seen that in over a year. Good to see that. Hundred to one for a guy like that. A winner when he's when he's hot, when he's feeling himself. He's in the, if he's in contention on Sunday, he doesn't care to take. He can, he's, he can take down JT and Spieth and Morikawa and those guys. That can happen. Uh, Kevin Knott, 55 to 1. I like that for a past champion here, a guy who loves his golf course. Uh, and then, I mean, I guess HV3 is 65 to 1 as well. I just feel like the win for HV3 is coming. It's coming. I know it's coming on the PGA Tour. He's won worldwide. He's done great uh, worldwide doing his thing. But winning stateside in a PGA Tour event, I think, is going to happen. So those are my favorite outrights. Before I before I get to the top 20s, I'll let you uh, toss out a few of your favorites. All right. Well, speaking of a guy that I think the win is coming, and uh, it probably should already be here by now, but that is Willie Z at 22 to 1. I like him this week, even though yesterday. he had the disappointment at the major. I think he comes back to Texas here and plays well again and can easily win. So I like him at 22 to 1. Then I'm going to go with Fleetwood at 40 to 1. I really just like the way that Fleetwood's game is trending. I like where the ball striking is. His irons are so much better than they have been the last you know, year and a half or so. So I really like Fleetwood on this course, right at that number of about 40 to 1. Then I'm going to go with Chris Kirk at 60, 60 to 1. I think that's a good number for him as well. This is another good course fit. So I like Chris Kirk at 60 to 1. And then if I'm going longer, I like Adam Long at 100 to 1. Big fan of Adam Long. Like the way he's been playing, has a good history here. He his he checks a lot of boxes also with with the stats. So Adam Long at hundred to one will be my last favorite outright play. Okay, top twenties, Pat. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give out a few names I haven't talked about yet because I don't see him winning. But I th- I think a top twenty is good. Talked about him for a couple of weeks now. He's riding top. He's riding back to back. 25th place finishes his last two events. He's got our boy Gogs on the bag. Austin Smotherman, six to one, top 20. I think it's the game is continuing to round into form for Smotherman. Great ball striker, Texas product, SMU boy. Uh, loves Colonial. I don't love betting him outright just because he doesn't have the experience around Colonial that I think is necessary. But a top 20 at six to one, I like it. Nate Lashley is at six to one and checks a lot of boxes. Uh, the Nate Lashley victory is something that I, I don't think I'll ever see coming again, but a top 20, I think could happen here. JT Poston at six to one, already talked him up. Uh, here's, here's a name. Three to one. Ricky Fowler. Top 20. I was just about to say that. At three to one. I mean, great to see him com- can, you know, compete somewhat at a major have a good finish at the PGA. He's showing, like Patrick Reed, like signs of revival, signs of things possibly clicking again for Ricky Fowler. It'd be great to see. He, I, I didn't find that he'd ever played the Charles Schwab Challenge. Maybe there was a reason for that. Maybe he didn't love this place. But um, I got to feel like a top 20 is in the, in the, you know, in the cards potentially for Fowler. I, don't, I didn't love him outright, but I, I like the top 20. I like Munoz at 2-1. to one. Uh, and then here's another name that I did not mention outright. Abraham Answer. I'll bet Abraham Answer at plus 160 the top 20. I ain't betting on him to win because I don't think he's going to win. I don't, think, I don't think he's there right now. 
he did show some again some some promise at the PGA despite having a very lackluster 2022. But I think you get to a course now that suits him very well in Texas. Um, I like the number at plus 160, so I'll go I'll go Abe Answer along with guys I've also mentioned like HB3 at 160. I like that as well. All right. Also, Tony Fee now, I think at plus 160 is also a good like top it. number. Um, so I like that one. Um, I was with you on Munoz. I think at plus 200 is also another good number for him. A couple other that I like a little bit longer than that. Um, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit with Ricky Fowler. I think Lucas Glover at plus 450. He's a guy that's played well on this course in the past. This is another good course fit for him. Um, I, I've I'm kind of done with trying to pick him as an outright. Thank as you. A top, Thank you as for a top doing 20, that. I think Lucas Glover can yep. definitely do there that at, at plus 450. Yep. So I do like that number. You know, a guy I mentioned longer at 180 to one, I think David Lifty plus 500 as a top 20. That's a, that's a good number for him. I like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, what about Sahet? Is it, you know how to, Pronounce it because you listened to the show about Saheth, Saheth Thigala, Saheth Thigala, Saheth Thigala. Yes, plus six hundred. A guy who's been playing really well this year. Yeah, I don't um, like his. I, I know like that his accuracy of off the tee. Yeah, but maybe dials it back a little bit. Yeah, he's just been playing so well this year. So, uh, that's about it. Okay, me. I like it. I like it, Pat. Let's get into some prize picks discussion. You know, we talked about the huge week that the Nut Hut had uh, with price picks at Byron Nelson. Had a, still had a pretty good week at the PGA, not as big, but I know yesterday I saw a lot of. I mean, the uh, FGS went three and zero. The FGS went three and zero. I had a good one. week. You know what? I actually, winners. I posted some huge winners on Saturday. If you if you followed them, I was going to say actually we had a great day Thursday with the John Daly pick, the Tiger the Tiger prop on number eleven hit. The birdies, a lot of the birdie numbers we picked it. We said this in the Wednesday night chat. I, I talked about it on on a live Instagram feed with prize picks that like everyone was so afraid of the scoring. And I just we both were like, listen, this is a major championship. Like they're gonna let these guys score a little bit on Thursday. They're not gonna have it play brutally tough on third on the first day. They're gonna gradually ramp it up. No, especially with the way that weather was coming in. And the way the weather was coming in, that's how it works. So we crushed on Thursday for sure. Uh still saw a lot of a lot of great green screens, actually, because Price Picks delivers green screens too when you're hitting. So a lot of green screens on there in the Nut Hut. It's for sure paying for itself. I saw a lot of people in the Nut Hut this week going, "Yeah, you guys were right. The, the Price Picks money alone is paying for the Nut Hut easily in like a day, most." So get in there. Ten dollars a month, ninety dollars a year. Pat, I will let you give us your one favorite, first top favorite Price Picks play for Thursday as of right now. And then you're going to give us some more tomorrow night when the Fantasy Golf Sommelier drops on YouTube. But what you got tonight? Yeah, so I feel like this guy's been a little bit of a theme for me tonight. But Tommy Fleetwood over 11 and a half greens in regulation. Absolutely okay. love that play. I know we've got smaller greens this week. I, I get it, okay? I thought but, you were going fairways because I have him written down for over eight fairways. Do that too, but I like the over eleven and a half. I mean, if you you have to scroll down a bit a, a bit to get the Fleetwoods number for greens and regulation, and like I said, he's gained strokes on approach over his last five tournaments. His ball striking has been so good. 
I like him to go over an 11 and a half. I think that's a good number for him. So there you go. That's my play. I, I looked at the greens and reg. Let me see here. So since 2015, the greens and reg uh, average here has been 65.9% of fairways hit. That's around 11.8, uh, I'm sorry, greens in regulation per round. Um, that's the average. Fleetwood is obviously coming in in good form. He's a ball striker. I can see how if I were gonna if I had to pick a side, I'd pick your side. I think if that one's a stay away for me. Couple reasons. One, I I prefer the fairways number. I think it's more attainable. Um, just clubbing down, hitting these 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 fairways, even though they are narrow. Um, I think it's a little more doable. But also, like Tommy's not played here before. This is his first run around Colonial Country Club, coming out after four you know, grinding days at a major championship. I doubt he spent a lot of time at Colonial today. He's probably resting. Um, but I, I think the fairway number being a little bit easier for Tommy Ladd. But obviously we're both a little more bullish on Tommy than we have been uh, in quite some time. So good to see. Uh, I got a few here that I like. I love the Finau over number on birdies are better at three and a half round one. Love that for Tony. I mean, he, he's got a great track record around around Colonial Country Club. Um, let's see, where's where's B now at? Yeah, 20th last year, 23rd in 2020, runner-up in 2019, 29th in 2017, and he's coming, you know, he's he's coming in with, with some form. Check, you know, checking a lot of boxes, Peter Green doing his thing. Uh, good to see the putter has been a little better lately. He's been in quite the dark, dark times with the flat stick here, but gaining strokes, in like four of his last five tournaments with the putter, that's key for Tony Finau for sure. He's scrambling well again. He's done that well the last few tournaments as well. Um, so I, I like Finau here to make for sure four birdies. I uh, got a couple par fives. One, I mean, the number one, the first hole is the one of the easiest par fives on the PJ Tour. Like it really is. It's an auto. It's a free square. If your guys don't birdie number one and you have an over number on the birdie total, you're in trouble. So I, I'm counting on Finau doing that. Otherwise, I'll be tilting bad uh, if that doesn't happen. But I like that. Here's a guy we haven't talked about today. What do you think about the under on Sungjae at nine and a half fairways? Coming off the COVID thing, haven't seen Sungjae. I uh, haven't seen much out of Sungjae. Uh, I was just wondering if, uh, if we felt like he was going to come. He's, he's missed two cuts here. He's, made it, he's got a 10th place finish. Uh, other than that, last saw him at the RBC Heritage, where he finished 21st. I mean, obviously he's playing well, and he's an accurate driver of the ball for sure. That that's for sure. But nine and a half fairways, I think, is one of the higher fairway totals for Sung Jay. So I don't know. I kind of looked at that under and thought I could see nine fairways for Sung Jay. I, I, I like that actually. I think you know, coming off the break where he's at, you know, he might, especially day one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I could see him. The average fairways hit since 2015 here is 8.68. So it's almost a full fairway above average for Sung Jay. And then the last one for me is, is, you know, do we believe that Webb Simpson, Webb Simpson is starting to be Webb Simpson again? Because if we do, this is obviously, this course should suit Webb Simpson very well. Despite, oh, absolutely. Despite two missed cuts in his last two attempts here now one of them was in 2020 coming off the the, the covid restart i kind of yeah they that played that in, in like late june they played so. in late june yeah missed the cut here in 2018 but before that a fifth and a third in his in his last two attempts at colonial 
Uh, but he, you know, ball striking has been good the last three events now. Um, and he obviously he's a fairway oh, finder. Hate, he's, you've been hating. I have been. Yeah, I have been. But I mean, eventually I can come around if he's coming. Uh, you know? I agree. That's but what this is all about. His number's eight and a half fairways. So right just below average hmm. for, uh, for Webb. So I like the over on Webb fairways, the over on Finau birdie or better at three and a half, and the, uh, the under on Sung JM at nine and a half fairways. There we go. That's the price picks plays for round one so far. We'll be talking about those a lot more in the nut hut. And I may even do a little, I did a little Instagram TikTok live last week, building some prize pick props. So look, look out for that. Um, and maybe hop in there and help me out. We'll build a card together. Me and the list. Be a lot of fun. You guys can join in. All right. That's it for tonight. That's the Charles Schwab betting show 2022. We got to go do the drafting show. Pat's I'm sure exhausted from all the, the movie, the, you know, the big time movie picture work he's been doing today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And bend over your bookie. See ya.